0: Okay, Top Tribe, this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, the invoicing tool that I use to make sure I collect all my money in an efficient manner. To claim your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win $100 every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Okay, Top Tribe, you're listening to episode 249. And coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Kim Aids. She has five kids and is making this much per month. You won't believe it. Good morning, Top Tribe. I think you're really going to enjoy our guest this morning as you're jogging or driving to work. His name is Rob Walsh, and he's the Vice President of Podcaster Relations for Libsyn. Now, prior to joining Libsyn in 2007, he was the President and Founder of Podcast 411. Rob is also the co-author of the book, Tricks of the Podcasting Masters, an editor's pick as the top 10 reference book for 2016 by Amazon.com. He was also listed as the fifth most influential person in podcasting, according to the book, podcasting for dummies published by Wiley press in 2005. He's consulted on podcasting for folks like Jack Welch, Senator Edwards, Governor Bill Richardson, Noah Shinock with Stitcher, Tim Ferriss, and the Sacramento Kings and Monarchs, just to name a few of them. He's also a monthly columnist for Pottertainment, the podcast magazine. And Rob was the chair of the education and outreach committee for the association of downloadable media. Rob, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. So this is a landscape that is changing fast. You were in it in the heyday of 2006 when no one knew what the heck was going on, huh?
1: I was in it in two thousand and four actually. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, back before iTunes even supported podcasting, I was podcasting. I
0: love it. Well, let's there's a lot of history I want to focus on now because you're a guy that has a lens into data that just most people don't have. So so first off, what are you what can you share in terms of what you're seeing in terms of new podcasters that are publishing? And let's for the sake of clarity, let's just focus on the business category in iTunes. Do you do you have
1: kind of metrics yeah. or analytics around that? Yeah. I mean, first thing I would say uh, for new podcasts is they all seem to be consumed with new and noteworthy, which is such a. I I don't want to get profound here. You can
0: use it. This is an explicit show. Hit
1: me. Such a fucking waste of their time. Tell me why. Uh, Because it's it's they're concentrating on all the wrong things. Mm -hmm. These shows think that new and noteworthy is going to give them this huge bump. It doesn't. In the business section, you're lucky if it gives you a bump of 100 and Meaning, 100, like hundred downloads per episode. Yeah, and I've looked at the shows, and the bump doesn't last. And then the people spend all their time going out to other podcasters that aren't even listening to their podcasting podcast, getting fake reviews. Uh, so they're doing all the wrong things where they really should be concentrating on good content. Good. The con- only shows, the only shows that ever grow are the ones that have good content. If you talk to the podcasts that are at the top of the podcast charts, none of them, none of them, worried about new and noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Not one of them. None of them even know what it is. Well, and um, What's fascinating
0: friend. to me is uh, like a lot of people that are launching shows kind of gaming the system right now. The quality is actually way lesser than a show that's mm-hmm. maybe ranked 66 in business. But it's getting like the show ranked 66 is getting like 50,000 downloads per episode. And it's a, you know, every other day episode versus the one that's ranked number six is, you know, just launch and doing an episode per day. W- w- How's wow. how that
1: work? Well, first off, you have to understand how the top 200 lists work. The can you, can you 200? 200? Yeah, the top 200 list is based on how many new subscribers you've received in the last seven days with a weighted average for 24, 48, 72 hours. Say that one more time, Rob. The top 200 list in iTunes is based on the total number of new subscribers in the last seven days with a weighted average for the last 24, 48, and 72 hours. It does not factor in ratings and reviews in the top 200 list. Or number of downloads. Or no total number of downloads for that episode. Yep, it's not. It's based on new subscribers in the last seven days. And that's it. So that's why you'll see some shows that peak up high. I've looked at the top 200 overall. And one week I was looking and number 12 had two and a half million downloads for the episode that was released most recent. And number 15 had 979. Wow. So it has nothing to do with number of downloads. Zero nothing. It, it, it's it's how many new subscribers they've gotten. And it's just because that show that had 979 was a new show had gotten all those new 979 in the last week. That's why. So That if show I'm, was in the top 200. So if I'm looking to
0: sponsor a show and I want to find a list, not ranked off any iTunes algorithm, just ranked off each category and number of downloads per episode. Is there any source that lists
1: that? The best thing, if you wanted to look at which shows were really the biggest download yeah downloads it, it's go to the episode list in itunes episode go into the list episode list in itunes and that tells you the top episodes and that's that is a delay so when an episode is released in itunes it won't show up in the top episode list until about 24 hours after it's been released okay so if you look at that list it's again it's going to be how many new downloads that show is getting in the last week with again a weighted average but a, it doesn't count the first 24 hours it it's goes from that point on but again that forty eight twenty four 24 to 48 hours is where it's most important so when you actually go and look at the list of top episodes that's going to tell you a lot more about size of show mm-hmm. than top 200 list and that's why you'll go in the top 200 list and you'll see a lot of those shows aren't in the top episode list matter of fact the top episode list is usually the same same people you know it, it's going to be the joe rogan's it, it's going to be the, the W. highest Mark ranks. it's going to be the nerdist you know it's the top shows it's not the shows that they people want you to think are top or they say they're top they're not i mean it, it again the top 200 list is purely based on just new subscribers but the episode list that's a better one if you want to look at what's going on that's so more like, weighted on number of downloads right and right now if you look at the top episode list it's this American life is number one, Bill Simmons, number two, Joe Rogan, this American life, uh, Rob, I want to take us directly into yeah. just business for the okay, sake so of this. Yeah. Let's go yeah. in business,
0: Tim's at the top and then we've got NPR absolutely. NPR Tim T- again,
1: absolutely Tim's at the top. So what are these, Inference, I mean, what are the, yeah. if you had
0: to guess, I mean, what is, what are the top five doing in terms of that downloads for that episode in business? Uh, you know,
1: I, I, I can't because I actually know the numbers. Uh, uh okay. For for if we look at the top five right now, it's Tim Ferriss, NPR, NPR, Tim Ferriss, Ramsey Solutions, and three of those five I know the numbers because they're hosting with us. Okay, and, do the yeah. one that you don't do the one that you don't know, the one that well, you don't know. You know, again, I, if, well, that would be me. <laughs> Let's just put it this way: the numbers are pretty big per episode. We're talking hundreds of thousands. Okay, of hundred downloads. that's helpful. Hundreds of yeah, thousands hundreds of We're talking per episode. Six figures to get in the top episode list. Whereas now if we were to go over to the top, if we stay in business here and let's, let's go over business and let's just take a look at what is the top shows in business. And and when you look at the top podcasts in business, they kind of, of, they basically match. Basically you've got NPR, Ramsey, Ferris. Then you have Dave Portnoy. Then you've got. Art of Charm, which is a big podcast APM startup this week. So this, this, there's nobody's pushing to the top of podcasts. No one's doing a push right now. I don't see any shows in here that are, it's like just new a new ones. show. Yeah. Uh, although the pot, the blog father, I think isn't, is a newer one. When it looks like they did something interesting with podcast one or something that really juiced them up with some yeah, and, and, and only three episodes. So that one, I, you know, and, 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 okay, so let's look, okay. So Dave Portnoy show, that's not one that hosts with us. So let's take them for an example. And they only have released three episodes and they are number four in the, in business. the top podcast for business. Now let's go look for the top episodes and see if they're anywhere in the top episodes. He's number five. Let's see. Top. Or six. Sorry. Dave Portnoy. So he's number six. So he actually has a pretty good size audience if he's getting there.
0: Yep. He's you know, got 902 reviews too. So I'm assuming that that's going to be a show that kind of stays on the top for a while versus a yeah. one, one hit wonder yeah so okay this is interesting let me be a little self-centered for a second because i'm always curious and if i'm gonna ask anyone you're the guy to ask this this show that you're on right now the top entrepreneurs we launched august 1st i don't know if you looked at the data before you came on live with me but i i'm happy for you to say anything publicly so don't hold anything back about my data but it launched on day one it's now doing we'd crossed a million downloads after six months total and now our run rate is we're doing somewhere around You know, just off Libsyn data on my chart, around 250 to 300,000 downloads per month on track to get up to hopefully a million per month by the by the end of the summer. Uh, That's in business. Mm -hmm. Give me a barometer. I have no idea
1: if it's good, if it's bad, if it's average or what. Don't don't look at per month. What you really want to look at is per episode. Okay. really, what you want to look at is per episode. Where is your show ranking per episode? And, you know, so let's go, you know, I'll pull up your numbers here if you want me to talk about them uh you know and and, and what's your show slug? it's uh it's
0: called the top the top entrepreneurs i can show you because I have the data so in eight weeks after a show goes live mm-hmm. we'll average somewhere to about fifty five hundred uh downloads and it's a daily okay. show okay
1: and, and and what i number i'll i always look at is where where are you about 30 days out so i tell people to look about 30 days out okay um, so we'll be
0: lower than that right so 30 yeah. days out it'll be let's see let me change this filter it'll be about uh between two and a half and 3.5
1: Right. And th- that's what I kind of, I-, I thought where you were. Okay. So uh, that was where I remembered because I did actually look. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love Lipson, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and and let's put that in perspective it, that the median number, and I talk about these numbers on Lipson quite a bit. When we look at the median number of, of, of where shows fall, it's about 150 is the median. That means I think last week, last month was 156 or just think, I think it was. And that meant and how I look at that for your audience is I look at the episodes that were released, say in the month of January. And yeah. at the end of February, I look at how many downloads they have at the end of the, the following month. So every episode is at least 30 days old at that point, okay. but no more than 60. But what we saw was the medians about 150. That is low. All right, so half episodes more, half episodes low. The average, an adjusted average, and I do an adjusted average. Is this average. business only, by the way? No, this is overall. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and, you know, honestly, business is going to be lower. Oh, interesting. And not higher. Okay. No, no, no. When we actually look, you know, we have a lot of big shows, but there's only a few really big shows in business. Most business shows, um, you know, especially ones I see that are claiming new and noteworthy and all that stuff. And I go and look at their numbers are lucky to get to that median number. Really? Yes. Yeah, including people that claim to be much bigger than they are.
0: I, I know. I, I've okay. talked to people, Rob. I think so many people lie about this. That's why I wanted you to come on and share where you could.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean,
0: so. So yes, 15, let's are. keep going with the
1: numbers. 156 median. All right. And then and then we look at overall um, average, adjusted average, where I take out the top half a percent, because the Joe Rogans and the, the Dan carlins really skew things. So I take out the top half percent, and I take anything three or fewer out. The average is right about 2,000. It stays 2,000 plus or minus a couple hundred. And it stayed that way since 2012. It hasn't changed, it stayed in that window. It's been very consistent, the average. Um, So the adjusted average. So if you get to 5,000, now you're in the top 8% of shows. Oh, okay. So where you are at 2,500, you're in the top 80% of, or the top 20% of shows. So, you know, so, you, and probably in the top 15, if I was to look at it, I don't really break it down that yep. detail. But yeah, at that point, your your show is doing very, very well and, and at that number. Most shows never get close to that. Well, I mean, it's my- just it's interesting because my whole
0: focus on this, you know, there's a lot of programs out there that teach you like, you know, it's like an ego hit, right? Get to the top of new and noteworthy. And look, I I admit uh, this was something to me. I'm going, wow, I'm at the top of iTunes, man. I feel good. I feel like a million bucks. But I also knew that most people, once they crash after the initial hit, they don't do any more content. They lose consistency. They, they lose quality. So I just committed to doing 3000 episodes no matter what. No matter what happened, and uh, and and do you, and my question to you is for someone new that thinks they have really great content to share. What are some of the key things if
1: they are looking to grow a number of downloads? It really comes down to word of mouth marketing from your audience. There is no marketing. There is no silver bullet. If you, sp- I, I've heard someone recently was selling. I, I, I can't believe this is true, but maybe it was true. They were selling three thousand dollar package. All they said was nine thousand. They're selling it at three thousand. You know. Package to help you promote your show. And it was talking about new and noteworthy in that as part of that key. Jeez. What a fucking waste of wow. money. Since this is an, an F bomb show. I yeah, can Yeah. It's
0: crazy, man.
1: It's crazy. I, it's... I mean, I, I said, I said, if anyone spent that money down in Orlando, there's a stupid stick with your DNA all over it. Well, I would listen. That's how the
0: world, Rob, that's how the world works. Sometimes people are short sighted. They want a quick pop. And once they get the pop and the show
1: crashes, they're like, what the hell? Here, here's the best advice I can say to someone. The best advice out there for podcasting is inversely relational to the amount that you would spend for it. The best <laughs> advice is free. Yep. The more you spend, the worst advice you're
0: going to That's get. That's So smart. Rob, let's real quick, because we're getting to the we're, we're getting close to the end. I want to flip to the other side of this. I believe sponsors are clueless. They're pouring money into these things that are getting big download numbers. They don't know if the shows are actually getting listened to or what. It's a total game. Are you are you on my side here, or do you think this is actually smart spending from sponsors?
1: Okay. We've been having advertisers work with us for eight plus years. And most of these advertisers have been where they have a custom URL and they can track the response ah, and okay. back month after month after month. They know the ROI, they can track it, they see it, and they're paying high CPMs because they know it works and they're getting a return on their investment at those high CPMs. So Rob, so here's I the, think here's it, the thing it, though. I think it pays. Now the problem is a lot of these advertisers are, are are moving the bar. I had an advertiser I talked to yesterday said he didn't want to see any shows that were under 35K per episode. Yep, yep, yep. Well, here's what I'm... This is something that I've seen with people that I've talked directly to.
0: There are shows that get a lot of downloads and they'll charge the advertiser on a CPM basis. However, the way they're actually driving clicks to that advertiser's short URL is they'll then email their list or do a blog post about it and credit that and then obviously so the sponsor sees that they go yeah it's worth it but they're not actually paying for the sponsorship downloads they're paying because the person behind the show has a big email list or some other traffic somewhere else yeah I can tell you
1: the advertisers we we, in the shows that we work with don't do that and haven't done that I mean it's really from mentions I can tell you my show has had advertisers for years and years and years and I've never even thought of doing that you do it strictly from the mention just mention on the show and and, in the URL in the show notes and that's it Okay, yeah, I've okay. never gone out and gamed an email. As a matter of fact, I've never even put together an email list for my show, which I, I know people are like, oh, you have to do that. And <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Email lists work great when you're launching a new show. You want to know the one thing that works when you're launching a new show? What? Is is having an email list that's your list, not that one you bought from somebody, but your own list, you curated, those people know you, and you blast out the direct link to your show when you launch that helps. That'll drive you up to number one. Like the show I mentioned with 979. I'm that's sure that's how they did it as well. Yep. Yeah. 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 So what
0: are, what are, what are what are you seeing sponsors pay that use these links? What are they paying per CPM on average? Would you say, is it still in the like 20 ish range or what? Uh, average
1: that we see, it, we're actually in the 30 to $50 range is okay. what we see for a CPM rates. Okay. 30 to 50. And these are for shows where episodes are getting 30 to 50,000 downloads per episode. Well, no, it's for shows getting 5,000 and more. Oh, okay 5000 or more great. yeah no i just happened to say one advertiser i talked to yesterday i was like okay what's the minimum you want here and he's like 35 and i'm like 35 hundred he's like no 35000 why
0: like, do God. they say why yeah. do they say that why i've heard a lot of sponsors getting great returns with shows getting like 100
1: downloads per episode cuz it's so curated they they don't want to deal with a lot of shows they want to ah. they it, it's it's more work for them Look, if they create if you have 5 shows getting 5000 each they have to create five yep, custom it's URLs. it's the admin it's the admin work one show at 35 is less work than five shows at, at five.
0: So, Rob, another question. I'm going to go to technology real quick before we wrap up. Is Do you think that anyone's close to getting the point? Do you know what Wistia is for video? Yeah, yeah. Is anyone doing that for podcasting? Is this something on Libsyn's roadmap where you can actually see a heat map of where the episode's
1: replayed, listened to, drop off, et cetera? It, it'll never happen. Why? because the 80% of the consumption comes through iTunes and your aggregator apps, and you never get that third-party information back. Wistia is doing it based on their own player, and they have- Why do you 100%. think the third parties will never give that data? Okay, Apple won't even give information back for a phone that the FBI says might have information from a terrorist. Why do you think they're gonna give advertising information to advertisers? Well, they've had a bit yeah. of monopoly, don't you, think Google,
0: don't you think when Google Play launches and some other things pop up, they'll have to get more aggressive in
1: sharing some data to drive usage, no? Or no? No, not at all. I mean, even if Google play launches and does great, even if they do great, maybe they'll get to 10%, maybe, maybe get to 10%. Apple's still Apple iTunes and the podcast app are 70%.
0: Are they still 70%. investing in it?
1: You know, I have no yes. relationship with Apple. Are they investing in it or is it going to show? Okay. Yes, they Good. are. And they're, they're committed to it and have been, it's part of their ecosystem. And you know, they Apple looks at it like, you know, they think that's the primary place where you should be sending people and promoting your show is, Good. is iTunes. So Apple is more committed to getting people to go there. And I don't see Apple ever releasing out the information that we would need to get on that playback and where it leaves. Now you might be able to do it from a smaller percentage of your audience. Those that use your own player and, and the user smartphone app and the people that control that. Like a little cohort. Get that. Right. Yeah. But, but th- The Wistia example, when you have the majority of people are playing it through the Wistia player, that's a lot different than when you have the majority of people are playing it through iTunes where that information is a black hole and we don't get that. Got
0: it. Do you think any other smaller players, little podcasting apps that launch up on the App Store, etc. will ever get traction or anything?
1: It'll always be the big guys, Google Play, Apple, etc. No, I mean, Overcast is um, already in the top five of aggregators and they only launched, you know, know, uh, he only really launched that a year and a half ago. So is that the one you're most bullish on? Yeah. I mean, overcast, you know, Marco's, Marco's an incredible uh, talent as far as, you know, he understood it. He, he designed it the right way. I mean, Marco understood what a lot of people don't understand in podcasting. I mean, if you ever hear anyone say that there's a discoverability issue in podcasting, they don't understand podcasting because uh, there isn't a discoverability issue in podcasting. What there is, is an ease of consumption issue. And and what Marco did with his app, Overcast, mm-hmm. he made it easy for people to consume the content they know they want to consume. Mm-hmm. The end users, when you talk to the everyday end users, they do not feel that there is an issue of discoverability. Uh, they learn about podcasting through word of mouth marketing. They can go in and search for a podcast. The only people that think there's a discoverability issue in podcasting are the podcasters whose podcasts aren't are, being discovered. Are, are,
0: are ranked really, like number one, one
1: million, right? Really slow. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting, if you're getting 12 downloads an episode, you feel there's a discoverability yeah. issue in podcasting. <laughs> But it's not. There really isn't from the end user's perspective, and you have to look at that. I mean, one of the other pieces of advice that I've seen recently is someone people are saying, people, you know, advertising world, we need to change how people consume podcasts. We need to move them. I think Acast is one of these. They're like pushing. No, you have to use our app, not use iTunes. You need to change how your end users are consuming. You think their that'll episodes. ever work? No. The, here's the thing. Acast has raised what four million bucks? Are yeah, investors f- f- stupid? Yes. I love you. I love it. Absolutely. No, but I mean, here's let's think about this. The business model is we are going to change how people consume podcasts. It's a big time. Really? Really? You're going to change how people want to consume it so that they can get more ads. Wow. What a stupid idea that is. So you think people out there are going to go? Yes. I want to hear Geico ads. Please let me change how I listen. No, that's not going to happen. People are going to consume how they want to consume, not how you want them to consume. So you think you, you, asked,
0: do you think they're probably not making money? And I, the, the investors no. are just, they're just have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, it's going to be like yeah. SoundCloud
1: when, when financials are finally coming yeah, kind of out. Yeah, it's crazy. My hey, guess.
0: real quick, we're, we're going to wrap up. Uh, you keep giving me more good ideas for good questions. give We didn't talk anything about Libsyn's business model, but uh, people can go in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top five uh sorry two
1: four nine for Here's, those look business model very simple yeah we give you a great service really reliable you pay us for that service we make money you get a high reliable service we're in business twelve years from now fifty years from now because of that uh we've been here for eleven years last year was our most profitable year uh so yeah we're Rob, making how money.
0: many total how many total folks are paying you total podcasters are paying you something uh we've got everybody pays that host with us okay uh, so We've got t- over 29,000
1: shows that host with us.
0: 29,000. And what on average, uh, I guess, what's the average revenue like
1: per user, would you say? What hosting plan are they on on average? I I honestly do not know that. Okay. I, I mean, I've never, I've never actually sat down to look at that. My guess is most, most users are in the 15 to $20 uh, accounts. And then we have some Libs and Pro customers, which has a different business model. And then how many, just real quick, how many, this is kind of rapid fire. How many team members do you guys have? Uh, we're in the 20 to 25 range, um, employees. I know we just brought on Dave Jackson from school of podcasting, which is yeah. new, is a new hire. So yep. Yep. Uh, congrats. Yeah, that's and, our newest.
0: And so with about 30,000 paying customers, paying you somewhere between, you know, 20 ish bucks a month, is it fair to say you guys are doing somewhere
1: around 600 grand a month in revenue? Mean, we just, uh, we just released numbers, uh, officially and I don't want to say what they are cause I don't remember what they are. Cause I'll say I'm oh, wrong. Where is it? What is it? Can uh, I link to it? I, I don't, uh, we just, to the SEC. So you have oh. to search. Yeah, yeah. So, because we are were, we we're publicly traded. So we just released into that. So you have to find. I'll research it. that. I'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Thanks for that. Yeah. Apologize.
0: Okay. Well, hey, let's get. Uh,
1: let's wrap up our uh, Rob. Before we do, where can people connect to you personally online? Rob, R-O-B, at libson.com is the best way to reach me via email. And if you want to check out my own podcast, I have one called Today in iOS. You can find that at todayinios.com. Um, and you can also go to podcast411.com, which is my first site. Uh, so those are a couple of different places. And you can also find the podcast that we do for Libsyn every other week called The Feed and just go to thefeed.libsyn.com and you can, you can find that podcast there.
0: Okay, so so many of you have been asking me you're an agency and you bill for your time or you have you're a coach and you sell your hours to coaching clients. Well, stop fooling around with Word documents and templates or Excel files to try and send your invoicing. Okay, I just did it. I use this thing called FreshBooks. It's a tool. It takes me about 34 seconds to create and send an invoice. And here's why I love it. If you're a coach or an agency, you know how you always spend time begging and pestering your clients to pay? Well, Fresh Books makes and becomes the bad guy for you. They'll send late payment reminders, which means you don't have to chase people down and strain the relationship. So I love that. Additionally, when you create the invoice in the upper left, you can put your own brand logo and things in there so you can stay on brand and professional. So here's the deal you know, the show is all about numbers. And the most important thing, listening for everybody, is that FreshBooks is a simple, even if you're not a numbers person. Well, you know, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person. Don't you dare come on my show and expect me not to ask you numbers questions. You guys know that I do. I go for the jugular and you now can use FreshBooks to keep your numbers organized. To get your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the how did you hear about us section. Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Top Tribe, there you have it. Rob, we're about to wrap up with some questions. You know what time it is? Uh, Time for these questions. Come on, Rob. (laughs) You're supposed to know this. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Yes. All right, these are rapid fire. Number one, favorite business book?
1: Oh, jeez. Come on. Uh, If you don't
0: have one, that's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so hard for me to pick up. You're looking at your you're looking at your bookshelf right now. I I am. You know, I'll tell you the one I'm reading right now, and it's the Art of SEO. Art of seo mastering okay. search engine optimization by eric Engie and stefan spencer and and jessica Str- tricola Great. that's the one i'm in the midst of reading right now so that is actually my favorite right now because i'm trying to learn more on the seo side because i keep hearing a lot of rumors about what works for seo and what doesn't in the podcasting world and, and i think a lot of people are giving some pretty bad advice so awesome number two ceo that you're following or studying right now oh jack welch because i work jack on welch. I mean i mean jack is he was the person I followed when I got my MBA. So the fact that I'm able now to produce this podcast and talk with him personally, it's really, I mean, like it's, it's just. Mind blowing. Yes. Three favorite online tool like Evernote. Evernote is it, I mean, that's what I use. I use Evernote to put today and iOS together. I couldn't do my podcast without Evernote. Hey, num- is, is, is if you're not using Evernote, you should be folks.
0: Number four. Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night, Rob, as you're building this empire? I have never gotten eight hours of sleep. Never. All right. Never. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, I, if I get six,
1: that's a good night. And what's
0: your situation? Married? Single? Do you have kids? Married kids. Okay. Like young kids or old kids? Uh, nine and seven. Okay. So young. So so last question here. Take us. And how old are you? I am 49. Okay. Take us back 29 years. What do you wish your
1: 20 year old self knew, Rob? Uh. 15, 21, 24, 30, 31, 32. Powerball numbers for uh, <laughs> December, first December uh, of 1980, uh, December 1989.
0: All right, Top trap you heard it here first from Rob. Play more Powerball. You're <laughs> Just kidding. Folks, he started off with his own shows, now working with the mammoth in the podcast hosting space, Libson. He's a guy with the data. He says it like it is. Most people are lying about their podcast, download numbers, study Libsyn to learn more. Rob, thank you for for taking us to the top. Nathan, thanks for having me on. If you guys enjoyed today's episode with Rob, go back and listen to yesterday's episode with Nova. He gives us the inside scoop on how he's building a billion dollar unicorn data company. His show notes are at nathanlacca.com forward slash the top 248. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today.